Welcome back to another episode of Equity Matters. This is your host, it's JB3. Can you believe that we've had four episodes already? Now, to me, this is amazing because Equity Matters was really just kind of sitting on the shelf in my mind for quite some time. And then it was actually John Lewis's passing, the Honorable John Lewis, rest his soul, that sparked James, you need to do something. You have been identified as someone who has expertise. You have been blessed with specific gifts and skills. It's time for you to put your skills to use. And so Equity Matters then became a platform for me to share what I've been blessed with, with the masses. I I know I have presented at various conferences. People have seen me but I wanted something broader with a, I wanted something with a broader net. And this platform, the Equity Matters podcast has really demonstrated that. As always, I want to give a shout out to the people who have been following the Equity Matters podcast page on Instagram. In addition to the people who are subscribed to this podcast, I mean, These are people who I have never met before. I look at the dashboard often for the statistics for Equity Matters, and there's people in Texas, people in North Dakota, people in Massachusetts who are interested in hearing what I have to say. And for that, thank you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate the the validation because, as I've mentioned previously, it's good to know that someone's listening because it reinforces I know what I'm talking about. Now, granted, I've also come to the conclusion that I would record if no one was listening because this is something that over the past few weeks I've found a lot of joy in. And Black Boy Joy is something that we don't talk about enough. And so if you have something that you enjoy doing, keep doing it. And even if it feels uncomfortable for a while, keep doing it anyway. So I want to take a step in a slightly different direction because as I talk about the beginning of Equity Matters, I never wanted to be the only voice that you would hear. That was never my intent, never my goal. I merely wanted to be a vehicle to amplify the other voices around me. Being engaged in that equity space, you come across so many brilliant individuals who are practitioners, who are researchers, who are executive leaders who have to make decisions and they've found the benefit in adopting an equity lens to their work. Now, whether that's health equity, racial equity, social equity, gender equity, it doesn't matter. They understand that the playing field is not level and that there's certain supports needed for certain groups if they want to have a chance out here. And so understanding that I've curated this relationship or these relationships rather with so many people I thought to myself well I wonder if I could get them to hop on the show because they are doing the work they get it they understand that we will never see the success that we need to if we continue to do the same things that we've done historically and with that the same things that we've done historically. When I was giving technical assistance to organizations around equity, 
the first thing that we would always start off with was this idea of a shared language. Because we found in many cases, folks were saying equity, but didn't really mean equity. Or, fakes, or folks didn't understand that equity didn't mean that everyone received the exact same thing, even if the thing was really, really good, because it was not tailored to the needs of the individual. And so just to level set, and I'm surprised I haven't done it yet, equity means giving people exactly what they need to be dot, dot, dot. Now, the dot, dot, dot could be to be successful, to be healthy, to thrive. Equity just means that it's a fair shake for individuals. It is not the same as equality. And this is something that, you know, you talk to folks who were around in the 60s who were fighting for equality. I completely understand why they were doing what they were doing. But we need to understand that current systems have created disproportionate experiences for certain groups. And as a result of that, we need equity. We need things to be on the same page for us to have a fair opportunity. That's what equality tells you. Equity says we need things to be fair so that people can be on the same page. Do you see what we did there? And this difference is so important because when you're creating programs or you're instituting policies, equity says, what about that person over there who's not using the services? Why aren't they using it? What are the barriers that are preventing them from taking advantage of this particular solution? It says, oh, we've decided that we're going to go in this direction when there's a small group over there that's not willing to follow us. And you find out they're not following you because there's a history of mistrust or because you've made decisions in the past that impacted them negatively. Equity says, all right, well, I've identified these barriers. I'm going to do something about it. And when we start talking about creating a shared language and you find other people who speak the same language as you, now we've created a community. So over the next few weeks, I'm excited to share a new series. And I get the series concept actually from church. I'll make a lot of church references if you haven't noticed when there's a new theme that folks want to follow. And so this new theme that Equity Matters will be adopting is equity in action. And so, you know, everybody wants to talk about equity, but who's actually doing it? And beyond who's actually doing it, who's doing it right? You know, I live in this space of public health, but equity is one of those things that is just, it's not bound by sector or by field. Unfortunately, there are always groups that are marginalized. And then we all have a part and a role in changing that. How do we make sure that the groups that have been historically oppressed and historically disadvantaged have a seat at the table? What are the strategies for doing that? And so what I've done is I've put together an all-star cast, if I do say so myself, I'm patting myself on the back, to bring you perspectives from their respective fields and expertise. And for me, it gives me a break. A break of, you don't have to hear my voice for, for some time, at least not majority. And I get to step back into my journalism days from high school. You know, I get to be the interviewer and asking all the questions that I, I hope reflects what your interests are. And so what I want you to expect 
over the next few weeks is you'll get to hear from some of my friends, some of my thought partners, people that I admire, and other experts in their respective fields. They are the ones who are on the front lines that are making critical decisions when it comes to programming and policy. You'll get to hear some common themes, I, I feel, as you work in equity, you start to encounter specific challenges along the way. The first one I'm going to give you now, and I'm going to give it to you for free, is that equity work is heart work. And heart work is hard work. You know, this is not an overnight fix. There's no way that we can erase years of oppression. And when I say years, I mean centuries. There's no way that we can just easily rip the Band-Aid off of gender manipulation and discrimination. There's no way that we can just say, oh, class oppression, forget about it. It's going to take some time. And it's going to take commitment. And that commitment can take a toll on individuals. I think often about our Black Lives Matter advocates and activists who are out there shouting for social justice. And as a result, we often see them dying younger and younger. There's significant health disparities when it comes to that particular profession and cause that I believe is directly tied to the stress associated with the work. So one of the main questions that I'll be asking about as I'm talking to folks is how are you managing the obstacles? And those obstacles are not just the external challenges of the equity work itself, but it's also their immediate environment. In many cases, we are attached to organizations, large systems that don't always align with what they say. You know what I'm talking about. I'm really curious as to how are they mitigating that on a day to day basis? And also, how are they taking care of themselves? That might be the social worker in me. But it's important to understand how are you managing the weight of equity work? Because it's something that you can't turn off. It's one of those things once you've been enlightened, you find yourselves constantly looking for a way to adopt that equity lens. And so I'm really excited for you all to go on this journey with me as we look forward to the Equity in Action series. We've got a lot of great speakers lined up. So surprise, surprise, I haven't put a cap on how many people we're going to talk to. But I promise you, you're going to get something different each time you talk to them. I, I know there's going to be some nugget, some gem that will be shared that will spark in your lives and spark in your response. It will just be my hope that you take it and you do something with it. So until next week, like I mentioned earlier, um, faith without works are dead. And so I am challenging each of my listeners, as you hear those gems, as you hear those strategies, those techniques, adopt them. It's, it's not enough for us to just be informed, as I talked about in episode two. We have to be able to apply. And if you can't apply, reach out to me and I will connect you to the speaker myself because I would love to see the mobilization of change agents who are equipped and prepared to take on 
the challenges that we see day to day and who are also thinking about how do we move upstream to really cut out those root causes for the downstream symptoms that we're we're patching as we go forward. So looking into the future, talking about next week, because that's the future in the middle of a pandemic. We have our first guest who I am so excited was able to make time for little old me. And I'm not going to reveal who it is until next week. So just just hold tight. But just know that the title of the episode is a higher purpose and you are in for a treat. So I'm signing off, but I want you all to know we have something really, really exciting in store. So as always, may you never forget and may you remember always. Equity matters. Equity matters.